Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Joined by the big fella. Some call him Husky. <laughs> we call him the chairman. Brian. How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Had a great spring break with the with the family. Now we're back at it. So great to see your face again. Good to have you back. But you know what, Brian? I'm going to name some a few things off. And I'm going to tell you. Why I'm so exhausted. Exhausted. After after a little break? Yeah, well, when you hear this stuff, you're going to understand. Okay. Okay? I mean, inflation numbers came out the other day, and, and not the other day, yesterday. And we're at 8.5% inflation. The highest in 40-something years. I mean, filling up my truck is painful. Hey, government spending's out of control. I'm reading on Twitter. That China's in a lockdown. I mean, millions of people can't get food, right? The midterm elections are coming up, and I don't know if that's negative or positive. Depends on which side of the fence you're on. There's a war, Russia-Ukraine, hopefully not global, but I don't know. Who knows? We've got Fed tightening, interest rates going to go up. Brian, I'm exhausted. <laughs> what a I mean, we're coming off a pandemic. You know, you know what I want to do, Brian? I want to take all my investments, just put it in cash, set it to the side, and I want to sit this one out. Sit it out. <laughs> I want to sit it out. <clears throat> what do you think? Really? <laughs> well, n- n- no, but no, no. many people are saying that yeah. because they are exhausted. I've, so I've heard that. What would you say to that? Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard that exact quote. I want to sit this one out. Um, and so? after listening to you, it, it does sound exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening, you know, listening to you. Yeah. No offense, but hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> none taken, none taken. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, and and uh, I think it's, I think a lot of people might have that same feeling that that there's just too much negativity going on in the world and and uh and and moving into the cash will take my pain and anxiety about what could happen and as i put it in cash my pain and anxiety go away yeah that's the thought process right agree or disagree well what should i do yeah i i think uh it's i think a lot of people might hear all of that and and probably a lot of people have those same thoughts i'm I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have those same thoughts they do and uh feel like uh maybe that's the wisest thing to do is just to sit it out wait till things clear you know clear up but the problem with that uh that idea or doing that is there's always (laughs) there's always something going on there's it's hardly ever there's hardly ever a time or a period of time when things are just rosy and everything is doing well and and it's and uh it's time to buy time to invest you know it, yeah. if it is then guess what you're going to pay high prices for stocks because if there's not a lot of bad news or controversy out there which it seems like there always is something um the then, end of the world is always <laughs> about to happen it seems like it yeah yeah it seems like there's always something, and and it's hard for me to pinpoint a period in time when you you don't have something to point to 
that there's a lot of negativity in yep. the world. There's always something to be negative about, or at least, at least in the headlines, there, there's always something. Yep. So I, and when you really boil it down, boil everything down, and you look at history, and we've had a lot of terrible things that's happened in the world historically, and I think you might have some facts on that. Yeah, you want me to bring it up now? Well, yeah, but just okay. just say that uh, if you look at all these in history, all these various times when we've had uh, historical catastrophes, um, you know what? We've we've made it through these. We've re- we've recovered. Like I've said before, and you've said before, every economic downturn, e- every market crash has always been temporary. We've never had a permanent and uh, permanent yep. crash. So, the, and, and before I before I read these four things off, and the S and P five hundred levels at the time of those events, the one care not the one. There's many things, met, too many to count that I love about my wife. Okay. Too many. Like I, I couldn't even write them all down. Um, one of the ones that I love. She's a nurse, and when we see an accident or something happens, right? This is one of my greatest weaknesses. I like turn my head. Somebody's hurt. Blood. You know, I can't deal with it. I freak out, and she's like, oh, and attacks the problem. Mm-hmm. And helps people. She does it all the time with all of our neighbors. I love her for it, right? Again, one of the thousand million things. <laughs> That's not a number. <laughs> but if it was, it would be a big number. That uh, I love about her. But she's calm under pressure. And when the market is, when people feel exhausted because of what's a th- happening. A thousand million is a billion. That's a big number. <laughs> that is a big Thank number. you for crunching that for me. <laughs> Uh, when, when the market's going to hell and, and everyone thinks the world's about to end, right? And we're about to go into world war three, or if something unknown happens overnight, like nine 11, uh, the greatest characteristic that the people managing your money can have is being rational and calm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's one of the things that we have with Spencer, you and I, you know, between the three of us, we have the ability to keep a calm collective. Yeah. And and so here's those four things, and this is why it's important to have that. Hey, the four events, 1987 crash, 9-11, the great financial crisis, and COVID. Like, those have been the big monster events that have occurred that you could look at any one of those and say the end of the world's happening. And, and in 1987, and these are... This is the important part. In 1987, which was the largest one-day crash in the history of the stock market, the S&P 500 closed that prior Friday before the great crash at 283. Okay, so just keep, keep your um, brain on that number, 283. Yeah. The night before the horrific 9-11 occurred, the S&P 500 closed at 1093. Okay. The Friday before Lehman Brothers went bankrupt the, and, and the great financial crisis really got kicking, the S&P closed at 1252. Oh. All right. And finally, February 19th, before we locked down a 2020, before we locked down, the S&P closed at 3386. So those 
four horrible events uh, that occurred, those were the closing prices of the S&P 500. Today, as of 10 minutes ago, the S&P 500 was trading at 44.38. So what does that tell you about taking a break of the exhaustion? Should you do it? And what else do those numbers tell you? Yeah. I've, uh, I'm old enough to have, have experienced every one of those. Uh, th- three of the four, I was in the, in the business. I mean, I was, I was doing this. Yeah. The, the uh, first one, the 1987 crash, I was just months away from getting married. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, still in college, but just months away of getting, getting married. And I remember hearing the headlines of the stock market crashed. And, of course, I had no money in the stock market, so it didn't affect me. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, what that tells me is I hear that, you know, the numbers go from 283 to 1,093 to 1,252 to 3,386 to 4,400. You know, we recovered. Life went on after all of these tragic or c- catastrophic events. Life went on. The market went on. Business, business went on. We didn't, there wasn't like this permanent destruction of the market or, but at the time it felt very scary for a lot of people and myself included. 9-11, I remember very well. And, uh, you know, that was crazy. You know, the yeah, uncertainty yeah. coming after 9-11 and what, you know, what is this? And then of course the, um, financial crisis and Lehman brothers, something that we all thought never could happen. That the that the United States would allow a big investment bank go bankrupt. They would they allowed that to happen, and then of course COVID, which is something none of us have you know nobody alive have, have ever dealt with anything like that. So all these things were very scary. end of the world type. <laughs> yeah, it felt like the end of yeah. the world. I mean, COVID felt like it was like okay, this might be the end of the world, but life went on, business went on. And uh, here's what Nick Murray says. And then I want you to talk about how our process, calm, collective process of. It relates to what Nick Murray said. Okay. Says here, he says, superior companies during that time continued to grow and innovate, increasing earnings and dividends over time. Yeah. Even in the midst of all that. So how does that relate to our process with everything else going on in the world, which is making me tired? <laughs> so, be, you know, I, I think it, it relates very well to what we do. We are looking for superior companies. That's our whole, that's part of our process of identifying superior companies, companies with competitive advantages. That gives me comfort to know that I can go to bed at night and I have I own some great businesses with durable competitive advantages, regardless of what's happening on, you know, in the headlines in the world, that will continue to grow and and uh, move forward, and increase revenues, increase increase dividends over time. That doesn't mean there's going there there will be hiccups along the road. There will be, you know, we will have economic contractions. We will go through recessions from time to time. That doesn't mean the end of the world. It just means that there's, volatility. there's a little bit of volatility. That's just life. You know, we're going to have stops and goes and ups and downs from time to time. But that's not an investment strategy. You just pull your money out of the market and then wait for, 
uh, wait, what? wait for the somebody to ring the bell and say, okay, it's time to get back in. Once there's clarity <clears throat> after being exhausted, once you're no longer exhausted and you buy in, <laughs> that's the wrong time. So you're you're going to be at the top. I got a, I got a quote. <laughs> Can I, let, me, uh, let me read that. It, let's see here. Well, is this Warren Buffett? This is Warren Buffett. Uh, I like it already. And he says, it, it basically, he says, if you wait for the robins to sing, spring is already here. Essentially, what he's saying is, if you're waiting for somebody to, to ring the bell and say, hey, waiting for the clear sign to, to buy, um, spring is already here, meaning stock prices essentially are already going to be moved significantly higher once the you know, the air is cleared or, or things clear up. And so that's not a good investment strategy. In fact, market volatility creates opportunity. We've talked about that many times before, is that when there's a market volatility or uncertainty, that creates cheap or attractive asset prices. Yeah. And, and that's how you can make, you know, good returns. If you have a process and you can be calm, like my wife is when somebody's bleeding, <laughs> you know, like, we are yeah. when the market's crazy. That's what you need in order to not only get through those times, but but hopefully thrive in those times. Yeah. So, I, so you're saying I shouldn't pull my money and sit this one out? No, I, I don't. I absolutely not. And I'm, of course, I'm not doing that myself. I'm I'm staying invested, and I know you are as well. We, I, I don't really think about okay, I'm going to get out of the market because. You know, there might be some bad headline out there. I, I'm just looking to own great businesses over a long period of time, and that, that works pretty well. And historically, if you've done that, you've done very well. People that trade in and out of the market based on, um, you know, what they think might happen tomorrow, they tend to. On their know, pain threshold. Right. Yep. All right, so I guess what we're saying here is relax. Turn off the TV. Enjoy springtime and those robins that wherever you live, they may be singing right now, <laughs> right? In Utah, hey, we got two inches of snow in our front yards. Yeah. No, nothing singing up there. We need the snow. <laughs> we we need, need the snow. We need it. All right, my friend, until next time, hope this has been helpful for you at home. Bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888 Five nine one zero three three four.